coming up on today's podcast. Jesus never came and said, okay, leave the synagogue, start the church. The church was always a part of Judaism. It always was. Charisma Podcast Network presents Pastor Larry Huck as he reveals God's prophetic plan for Israel, the Jews and Christians, and shares the historic, biblical, and spiritual reasons for standing with Israel. Now, here's Larry Huck. Father, bless this service. Give us anointing ears to hear. Give me anointed lips to speak your word. God, give us anointed hearts and minds to receive it. And Father, use us today to change our lives and to change the world. And we give you praise and we give you glory in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus our Messiah. And all God's people shouted, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Christians killing Jews is not a new thing. If you think about the Spanish Inquisition, 1492, when the quote-unquote Christian church told Jews in Spain, you converted their property, they stole their land, they killed hundreds and hundreds of thousands, many fleed to Portugal, they then brought the Inquisition to Portugal, they did the same thing even today in Portugal. You would think they would be ashamed, but you go into town squares and they still have stone pillars where they would tie Jews to the pillar in the name of Jesus and burn them alive for their killing of Christ. And you look at what Hitler did. Um, I just was watching a... um, a a documentary called uh, The Nazi Hunters, and they found all these old Nazis now in their 90s, and uh, they're asking them, you know, how could you do what you did? I mean, they're proving that these guys did it. And every one of them was very proud to be a Christian. The church in Rome stood with Hitler. When the church was first created, it was obviously all Jews. But then something happened. The disciples obeyed the teachings of Jesus when Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Jesus never came to start a new church. When I first went to Israel, this is what started me on this journey 20-something years ago, I saw that the great-grandchildren of the disciples had dedicated the synagogue in Capernaum And I asked a friend of mine, Joseph, I said, well, why were they still in the synagogue? He said, Jesus never came to separate us from the Jewish people, but he came to graft us into the Jewish people. And so Jesus never came and said, okay, leave the synagogue, start the church. The church was always a part of Judaism. It always was. Paul warns us in Romans 10 and Romans 11. He said, don't get puffed up. The church do not support Israel. Israel supports you. We're grafted into them. Now, why is this important that we understand this? Because replacement theology is taught to one million Christians every year. And what replacement theology says is this, 
God is done with the Jews. This is what the Holocaust was built on. This is what the pogroms were built on. This is what the inquisitions were built on. Because the Jews are the Christ killers. I want you to remember that term. Because I'll show you where this term came from and why it came about. But God says concerning the Jews in Genesis chapter 12, verse 3, he said, I will bless those who bless you. I will curse whoever curses the Jews. The first thing they did back in the days of of Nazi Germany and Austria was boycott all Jewish businesses. Right now, our government and governments all through Europe are trying to boycott businesses in Israel. It's the same Nazi anti-Semitic teaching. Today, a Jew cannot wear a kippah and ride the trains through Europe because they're being knifed, they're being killed, they're being murdered, they're being beat up, they're being robbed. And the world isn't saying anything. And the reason is a curse without a cause doesn't come. The church is still teaching this damnable doctrine against Israel and against the Jewish people. We have not and never will replace Israel. When the Messiah comes, he will come to Israel. He will land in Jerusalem. He will rule and reign. And the Jews are still the apple of his eye. So where did this come from? Paul warns us in Romans 10 and Romans 11, he says, they will be cut off in part. Paul says through God's spirit, for your sake, that this gospel would leave Israel and go into all the world. Paul says, has God cast away his people? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. As a matter of fact, in Ephesians God says, you who were once Gentiles, once we received Jesus, we are no longer Gentiles, but we are heirs to the promises of Abraham. We are grafted into them. Amen. And Paul says, we are now fellow citizens of the commonwealth of Israel. So this is the way the church was for 300 and something years. As the church began to grow worldwide, the Gentiles who number the Jews who were following Jesus. Israel is this dot on the map, and now the world is hearing the gospel. And so those who are calling themselves Christians have now greatly outnumbered the Jews. The Jews who ran the church in the beginning, Peter, James, and John, they were followers of ancient rabbis. Everything Jesus taught came from the Torah. Until 325, it's called the Council of Nicaea, there was no Old Testament and New Testament. There was no difference. It was a flowing teaching until the Roman Emperor Constantine declared all of the Roman Empire is now Christian. He, bam, you're a Christian. That's from Egypt all the way through the Middle East to England, all through Europe. 99% of these people had never heard of Jesus. 
The problem was this caused great rift amongst his empire and division because most of his empire had never heard of Jesus, had never heard of the gospel, had never heard of his death and resurrection, and they were pagans. They worshiped pagan gods. The number one god they worshiped was the sun god, not S-O-N, but S-U-N. So Constantine brings everybody together in Nicaea, which is modern-day Turkey, and he says, we're going to create a book that will determine what everybody in Christianity believes. And he said, we're not leaving until we all agree what the New Testament, the leaders of the church at the time of Jesus were followers of the Torah. Now the leaders of the church are Gentiles, and instead of following ancient rabbinical teaching, the leaders of the church were now disciples of Plato, of Socrates, and other different Greek philosophers. And so they have a political agenda. Jerusalem is the center of all of Christianity. The Roman Empire said, we need to turn everybody away from Jerusalem and have their spiritual worship, which ties to their political alliance to the Roman Empire. Now, this is historical fact. 325 years after the resurrection of Jesus, they said, Here's the way we turn the attention away from Jerusalem to the Roman Empire. We need to teach what is labeled now and is still taught in churches to this day. They began what's called the replacement theology. We as Christians have replaced Israel. We are the new Israel. That is a false doctrine. The way they brought this about is they said, we need to declare to all Christians, the Old Testament is obsolete. The Sabbaths no longer exist. Most of our people worship the sun God on the first day of the week. So let's change the Sabbath. If you ask any preacher, where does it say that God changed the Sabbath. Thank you for listening to today's podcast on Standing with Israel with Pastor Larry Huck. Learn more about Larry Huck Ministries, the Hebrew roots of the Christian faith, and how to give a gift today to support and bless the Jewish people at lhmpodcast.org. That's lhmpodcast.org. Or call 1-800-204-6545. That's 1-800-204-6545. Your prayers and generous support are making a difference and helping us to repair a broken world. Join us next week for another Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck.